Good afternoon, great people. Welcome to another beautiful afternoon on Mind Your Character with Bosse De Ulushala Obasa. Wow. Great day. It's time for Mind Your Character with Bosse De Ulushala Obasa. And uh, you know this is a radio show that never ever leaves you the same way. We always leave you better than we met you. Now stay here with me for 30 minutes of Unforgettable Ride Into Value Addition Island. It's our last show this month of January and wow, January is bidding us goodbye already. I trust you're already making the most of the year. You don't do good. Hmm. Anyway, I'm so glad that you're alive and tuned to this station right now. Never forget my regular admonition to you, life is to be celebrated. You celebrate it by being grateful to the giver of life. Yes, life is a gift. It is not a right. Life is a privilege. It is not an entitlement. So be grateful for life because once you're grateful for life, life becomes all the more worth celebrating and worth living for you. Welcome to Mind Your Character, Bosade Ulushola Obasa. I have an unusual show today. I bet you've never had a show like this before. But just keep your fingers crossed because I'm going to let you see what is so unusual about today's show. Alright, so right now, I urge you to brace yourself for a time of unlearning as I'll be leading you to reset wrong mindsets. Get ready to learn to become a better version of yourself. And get set to relearn. Because when you stop learning, you start dying. Hmm. We've been doing a few things around the upcoming elections. And today, we have it in another way. We've been privileged to hear people talk about different things that have to do with the elections. We've seen uh, issues play up. We've seen interests being, different interests being defended. We've seen people go back, way back in history, and talk about why things are the way they are. But today, I and some of my team members on the Mind Your Character crew want to just discuss with you as Nigerians, as people who elect these our leaders into power. From our own hearts, we would like to see an election where individuals who are deserving, not just in terms of academic qualifications, not just in terms of where they've worked and um, the pedigree they've built in terms of business, not just people who um, have some wits or have some things to pride in, but people who actually have the right content of character. The time has come for our debates and our uh, factors, the factors that determine who we choose, begin to gravitate, gravitate in the direction of the person. The person. The person that we want to bring in. Because we believe that at the end of the day, this matters a lot to whatever comes out of the term that you are giving them. Don't forget that giving out your ticket or your vote for anyone to become or to emerge as the holder of any political office 
is a huge trust investment. And we believe that because it's a huge trust investment, you should get return, the right returns on this investment. So it's very, very crucial. And we thought that on Mind Your Character, we couldn't just shut our eyes and pretend like nothing is happening as the elections gradually enter come February. I'm sure you're ready to do this with us. Yes, I said to you that it's a very, very unusual atmosphere in the studio today. And But before I go, I'll keep in suspense a bit. I don't like suspense, but let me keep in suspense a bit. All right, so today I have a very interesting show, but I'm going to do that after I've made a heartfelt confession. And that's the fact that I'm still very, very super hyper excited about adding value to you every week. Thank you for having me do this every week. Thank you so much. And thank you for the changes that you're making. Thank you for bothering to call in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the words of encouragement that you bring all of the time. Yes, the general elections are upon us. And at Mind Your Character, we have mounted a character-based election roundtable. Mm, that is it. <laughs> it's an election roundtable, but it is character-based. So all we are going to be talking to you about is about the character of those that we want to elect. Don't you think that's an important thing that we should talk about? And yes, we've been trying to do this for a while. This is very exciting for me. So don't expect any bag bag boo boo kind of uh, grammar. Don't expect anything like because they are all young young minds like me. But we all are Nigerians who desire the best for this country. So everybody deserves to be heard. Uh -huh. I'm preparing the minds of those who may be expecting us to quote one person and quote another person. We just want to say it as we desire, and uh, because nobody can really tell how much the shoe pinches as much as you can tell. So welcome again. Yeah, today I have in the studio Tolu Lokwela Isade from Ekiti. You find out what I'm saying in their state, or Ekiti state. <laughs> Tolu, please say hi. Hmm. Hello. Hello everyone out there. Yeah, Hello welcome Tolu. Tolu Lokwela Isade is from Ekiti. Uh, maybe I forgot to tell you my own. Vasa Deol Shola Vasa is from Kogi State, married to an Undo man. So I'm dual citizen. <laughs> okay. And then um, I have Davidson Igbafe Ihazubo. Does the name ring a bell? <laughs> is it blowing your ear? Don't worry. This, my guy here, is from Edo State. He's a member of our team. Davidson, say hi to our friends back Good home. day, everyone. Good day to you all. All right. Thank you for sounding so simple. Don't worry. You're coming up. <laughs> all right. Next, I have another lady on this roundtable today. We just want to talk about Nigeria. We just want to... Our passion about this land. We just want to let it out. Yes, most of the time we bring uh, pros to talk about things on this show. But today, we want everybody's voice to count. Yes, we don't know whose heart this might just touch and they may want to do the right thing. And so I have Ruth Oche from Imo State, representing Imo <laughs> on the show. Ruth, you're welcome. Say hi to our friends. Hello, everyone. Okay, would that be all right? Okay, so let's keep the ball rolling. And so today, hmm, some of the questions that have bothered people's hearts 
we're looking at can a leader without personal values promote national values in government? Can a leader that has no personal values promote national values in government? For those who are regular listeners to this show, sometime last year, I think towards um, the last quarter thereabout, we did some series on national values. We did stuff on values generally. So national values, to put it in a simple definition, are those things, those values, those principles that we value as Nigerians. So we're looking at Nigeria's national value here. It shows the things that we value as a people. So in Nigeria, when you look at the national anthem and the content of it, we value, we value peace, we value unity, isn't it? Because we say, arise, O compatriots, Nigeria's call, obey to serve our fatherland with love and strength and faith. The labor of our heroes' past shall never be in vain. To serve with art and might, one nation bound, freedom, peace, unity. So we, we value freedom. We value peace. We value unity. If you look at some other, um, how do I call them now? Major symbols of Nigeria, you can also draw. Then ultimately from the constitution, you can draw what our national values are. But let's not rush to national values because that is where we are pushing this election discussion towards. National values are one of the things that an elected officer in Nigeria, whether president, presidency generally, whether government, like state government, whether local government, whether House of Assemblies, State House of Assemblies, or talk about the Green and the Red Chambers. Even everyone who is an elected officer, who takes one position or the other in trust for the people like you and I, one of the things we expect them to promote is national value. Do you agree? Yes. Exactly. So, but let's not go there. That's like, if you want to start with national value, that is looking like you want to start from up to go down. Everything that grows, grows from down up. So let's look at personal value. The question is, can a leader that has no personal values promote national values when elected into government? Let's start from there first. Let's, let's answer a yes or no question. You know, let me begin from... Uh, to my immediate right, Mr. Laisade, simply Tolu. Yes. <laughs> simply Tolu for short, or Tolu for short. But it's not a short person, it's a tall person. So when I say Tolu for short, I'm wondering. Anyway, yeah. So what's your take? Can a leader without personal values, that is, he lacks personal values, can you expect that leader to promote national values in government when you elect him in? Oh, good afternoon once again. Good afternoon. Yes, thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. Well, for me, I would say no. Hmm. Because if you don't have personal values, what then are you going there to do? You are going to hold the public office, which if you don't have personal values... 
anything that comes is you accept just like that. Mm. Anything they throw at you, you are willing to accept. If they tell you, okay, we want subsidy increase today, you increase it. We want subsidy reduce today. So anything that comes at you, you are willing to take. You don't stand for anything. You can fall for anything at any time. So I, for one, I'll say I won't elect someone like that. Yeah. To keep it you're short, you're even taking it. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you for your contribution. Yes, the next person to give a shot at this shot of response to the question: Can a leader? Don't forget the word leader, meaning that you have elected them to lead in certain levels of uh, government, no matter how high or low we think it is. Can a leader that does not have personal values... We're still coming back to define personal values. But we're answering the question first because I know that you have an idea what personal values are. Can a leader that does not have personal value, do you expect him to promote national values in government? Um, well, um, thank you once again, Mr. Basa, for this Thank you. You're welcome, David. Um, to me, I would, um, I would say no because... Um, you cannot give what you don't have. Mm. Looking at it um, from the perspective um, of the home, um, as a father, there are certain um, qualities you want your children to portray. And um, for them to be able to portray such um, you know, good character or values, you should be able to demonstrate the same. For mm, them like to model have, it. Yeah, for them to have an understanding of what, you know, of, of what that character is. How it can help them? How it, how it can help them? Um, becoming a leader or becoming a president of a nation—it actually doesn't start. It's not a day's job. It's not something mm, you just start all of a sudden. Mm. You would have practiced over time, like being a father, like when you work in an organization, being a leader or be you know being being an a exceptional boss leader and the rest. So it's not just um, something that you just you just stumble and um, you know to and you just think you can just um, you know function. You know, as as a president, just like that. So I would say no, it's not um, it's not possible because you can't give what you don't have. Wow, bagam. <laughs> wow. Now let me let me. You know that I'll be trying to hold this back. This is Mister Davidson Igbafes. <laughs> First exposure on radio, and isn't it doing very well? Told you, come on, bear me witness. <laughs> Good Oh, interesting. All right. So thank you so much. So you have heard it from mm. a kitty. The kitty end. Now, no bias is here. We can almost say that almost every region of this nation, core region represented in this studio this, right now. I'm from Kogi. I might not be proper north. Of course, I'm not north. Well, they used to call us a uh, middle belt and the rest of them. And but I'm Okun woman, don't forget. <laughs> Truly, proudly Okun woman. Let me not go into the Okun story. <laughs> then married to Undo. Here I have a kitty. Here I have a doe. And here I have Imo. So you can take this as a percentage of young people saying what they think. We have gone away from the time where you think that every young person in Nigeria is irresponsible. Maybe it's the ones you have met. You need to meet young Nigerians that are responsible, that know where they're going, and they're going right there and going it the right way. 
I present in the studio today some of those best crop of people. So thank you, Bafi. I totally loved your submission. Thank you. And uh, so, right now I'm going to Ruth Oche. Ruth Oche is a multi-talented young lady. But today, she's not doing spoken words. She's not acting. She's not doing all of that. She's speaking her mind. This is purely about what you think. So the question, can a leader without personal, car uh, personal values, can a leader without personal values promote national values? Do you expect him to promote national values in government when you know that he has no personal values? Well, thank you for having me here. You're welcome. Well, I'll say no too because... I believe personal value. Value plays a very important role in our lives. And we able to understand our values. Because these are something that makes us. These are something that, without it, there can't be decisions. So imagine someone who can make decisions for himself and going into government. Mm, it's making more sense. Wow. Someone who doesn't have a particular thing or who can make decision for himself and want to make decision for other people. Mm, mm. And we like our audience to know that there are so many things that we teach at First Real Character and Values Limited. We actually can help you break down all the types of character traits that there are and those ones that apply or have to do with you in person. She has just mentioned the character trait, decisiveness. I tell you the truth. Every leader needs to learn to be decisive. If you're not decisive, you're difficult to follow. Imagine if you're driving and an indecisive <laughs> driver is driving in front of you. You are at risk just as he is or she is. Because every time he slams on the brakes or decides to take one decision that was not well guided, or even fails to take a decision. We're here even talking about inability to take decisions when you should, because the indecisiveness is inability to take decisions when you should, and as promptly as you should. She has raised a very vital point. Everyone needs that personal value of decisiveness. So if you don't have it, for instance, as a person, you'll be tossed here and there. You will take... Decisions will be taken and you come out and say, I don't know about it. Or we've seen such things in government. It's, it's very sad. There are times there is news making the rounds and the principal officer begins to now respond through his own, uh, what do you call them now? Speakers, like a uh, special advisor and the rest yes. of them. Saying things like they don't know anything about it. We've seen such things in this land and you just wonder what is happening. So... When you cannot decide how things should go, you leave the people following you no other alternative than to pan to one point or the other and then put it at your doorstep and say, the presidency said it. It was the governor's office that said it. It was, and it can be very embarrassing. So Ruth, I really, really thank you for making that vital, vital point. We want to look at some personal values. We want to appraise personal values that individuals should have. Then please, now, let's not sound judgmental here. If someone does not have these things, like, when I say have, it doesn't mean that they give you somewhere. 
You build it. David Singh made a vital point when he said, this thing does not start in one day. You don't just wake up from the right side of your bed and tell your wife, hello dear, I'll be running for the governorship of my state in 2019. You would have been groomed. Everyone who is a royalty knows that there's grooming involved in becoming a king. It's the same for every office that you want to hold in trust on behalf of the people who are putting you there. So Davidson said, you don't just start, wake up one day and say, yay, I've emerged. You start from who were you in school? Even though I know that some people pretend though. I mean, we've seen stories again of people, <laughs> you, I don't want to mention names, people who they knew them as freedom fighters. Back from their school days, they did so well that they had great following. And then from there, maybe wherever they worked, they managed to still put up a good face or good front. But now in leadership, you cannot say they are the same people. It's unfortunate because it's about demarketing a brand that you have built. And everyone who builds a brand and does not plan to sustain it will have to begin again. I talk about them bagging their word BA. Begin again. That's BA. <laughs> That's the BA award. Begin again. Oh, no. So we want to talk about personal values. How can you prepare yourself for leadership positions? Because you cannot give what you don't have. That's what Davison said. You cannot give what you don't have. And in the place of Tolly said, I can't even vote such people in because that means that there is nothing much to expect. That's like wasting your vote. But we are here. We are talking today, like a few days to the election kicking off. There might not be so much changes that what we are seeing today can do. But you see, another four years is upon us in a short while. And before we know, we are saying 2023, right? And everybody is there again saying, let's vote, let's vote. And those who want second term are shouting second term. And those who are coming in for the first time are shouting it. I want to say that let's talk about the personal values that everyone going to government must have. It will be your staying power. There's something called staying power. That's capacity to sustain what you have attained. Capacity to remain relevant in government and continue to deliver on what the electorates have elected you for. So let's look at some of them. David will give us the list one after the other and we'll all talk about them. What uh, kind of person you should be before you even think of going. Because if you don't have it, you can't give it. You need to have personal values. She already mentioned one decisiveness. And we have looked at integrity too. You must be a person of your word, not tossed here and there. We know that government is not just on one person. We accept. But we also know that everything, according to uh, uh, Maxwell, John Maxwell, he says, everything rises and falls on leadership. I believe it. Leadership is very strong. You are the center. You are steering the ship. Okay, so Davidson, let's have some of the list that you have there, and we'll just look at them. Okay, um, the first one, um, okay, we've mentioned um, honesty Yeah, just, and just give us as they are. Okay. Honesty, yes. So if you are not honest and you are going to government, what should we expect from a dishonest person? Well, we should... Honesty is a value. <laughs> yes, it is. So what should we expect? If somebody is dishonest and we have elected him... Mm. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should expect more of embezzling and looting of more funds of looting. and changing of, of um, figures. 
Because you see, a lot of people don't look in this direction when we are choosing our leaders. We just look at the party. Yeah. We look at who is recommending who. Okay. We look at uh, what our friends are saying. We look at uh, what the jingle, you know, and, and you know, their jingles can be beautiful. And wow. You look at something and you say, I choose this person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're not the photo shoot around that time. Wow. They're like, this person will work. Oh my, she share. Can't you see? Oh my, deliver. And then, uh, you don't know that pad inside are certain things that they have been struggling with as individuals. Yeah. Maybe some of them still have every fight with their wives back home. Yeah. And a man who wants to go into office must have made it up at that point and matured in it. You can quote me anywhere. If you cannot manage your home, don't go to government. Yes, that's you will mess true. yourself up. You will mess the people up. So we are looking at extraying the person before you put them in the office. Because it's not so much about the office, it's so much about the person. Yes. Okay. Honesty. Bring them confidence. Confidence! Hey! I don't want to have a president who, ah, who I cannot say, come on, see my, now my bubble be that. There are some presidents I've seen in this world. When they talk, I feel like, Jesus, ah, I wish this person is man. You go back, you listen to the speech again, you go back, you listen to the speech again, and when you hear some other one, you're like, Jesus, Jesus. That's your president. <laughs> Who do us? <laughs> you know, all these things, are, they, they begin from the person before the office. So the, off, the person before the post. Let us take care of who we are becoming. As we are grooming our children, for those of them who are showing interest in politics, let us groom them and make them properly groomed. If you study how royalty operates, if you study how England and the royalty tree in England operates, you realize that everyone who comes into that family, given birth into that family, is groomed for royalty, that royalty aura. How to talk, how not to talk, because some people in government today, their challenge is how, to, how they talk. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's true. Some people in government today, their challenge is because they talk when they should not talk. They keep quiet when they should not keep quiet. All of these things, there are so many of them that we can come on board with. I know there are managers of all these public office holders who also help them in one way or the other if they submit themselves to be managed. So we are looking at confidence. Everyone loves to follow a confident leader. Mm -hmm. Then we have um, commitment and passion. Co oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do I need to say anything about that no, one? No. <laughs> commitment and passion. It is work. Elected offices are not about the glam. I am first lady, the wife of, and you are showing up and showing off. It's not all about it. It's actually about rolling up your sleeves, getting down to work, and delivering on what you've promised. Even over delivering on what you've promised. It's unfortunate. We've seen under delivery so much that we are clapping for it. Can we have some new people coming who want to over-deliver? And let us have a feeling that those of us young people here sitting in the studio today have a better life. What else do you have? Mm, we need we to wrap have, up. We have um, creativity and innovation. Ah, yeah, for, in this generation. Ah, I, let me, let me, let me, let me switch, please, let me switch. I don't want to be, I don't want to be talking. In this generation that we are. Ah, creativity and innovation. Innovation. Leave, leave that scene. You cannot not be innovative. 
You cannot not be creative. You cannot not look for new ways to do the things you've been doing before. There's nothing wrong in doing the same thing, but doing the same thing differently is one of the ways that we operate in our CV. We believe that, yes, you may have the need to do the same thing again, but never do the same thing the same way. Always do the same thing differently because that's the only thing that will give you a different result. Wow, so amazing, great show! Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> Applause, applaud you say, applaud you say, applaud you say. Felicitations, felicitations, congratulations. <laughs> so many tongues I'm speaking, I'm so hyper excited. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you, David said, Igbal Fair, he has the ball. Thank you to Lokbella Isade, simply to do or shortly. You don't know. Totally for sure. Totally for sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally for sure. He's the one forming quiet this afternoon. Uh, I like you to know that Tolu usually does uh, all the other backroom work on this uh, show. Thank you so much, Tolu. And Thank you very much, for man. me, we are all saying have a very, very fulfilling election season. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.